Welcome to the weekly wrap for the week ending January 10th, 2020. Bank Innovation hosted an event this week with City Ventures. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Truman? So this week we had Alex Sion, who oversees D10X, which mm -hmm. is an internal innovation program within City Ventures. And uh, he brought uh, Rachel Moore, who is one of the internal entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So they both talked about the process uh, under which um, people internal to the bank pitch ideas and mm -hmm. pitch um, different um, different products to solve problems that they're uh, seeing among their customers and potential customers' bases. So uh, it was an interesting bird's eye view into how that organization works. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was discussion around what some of the objectives are of this initiative. And uh, Cyan remarked that um, they don't always re result in new business lines. Mm -hmm. uh, and the initiative helps them explore new trends and new um, new needs for products, and it helps them better understand their customers. Mm -hmm. In terms of um, stories that you covered this week, uh, I understand that you covered uh, an acquisition, uh, CIT acquired Mutual of Omaha. Can you tell us a little bit about what you learned from that story? Yeah, um, they originally announced that they were acquiring a Mutual of Omaha Bank last August, and they actually completed the acquisition last week. So they said, when I spoke to someone at CIT, they explained that they were specifically looking to acquire uh, Mutual of Omaha because Mutual of Omaha works with uh, homeowners associations and they'd like to beef up their offerings for homeowners and small, small to medium sized businesses. And they feel like uh, since Mutual of Omaha Bank had already invested a lot in their own technology for payments for uh, homeowners, they figured that that would be good for their arsenal, and they said that it also. They said that it had also kind of inspired them to kind of invest more in their own technology, and so they think that it's going to be a very successful acquisition, and that it's going to lead for more um, future more deposits. Yeah, more deposits, yeah. but also just like better technology for the bank overall in the future. Interesting. And I know that you spoke to someone at Capital recently as well. So Capital is a personal finance and banking platform mm -hmm. that um, is kind of like an all-in-one financial platform for um, customers to save better, to better understand the thinking that goes into their money choices. So I spoke to um, Capital, one of Capital's co-founders, who told me about their whole uh, objective around trying to automate pretty much all aspects of mm -hmm. their customers' financial lives in an effort to get them emotionally comfortable with how they spend their money. Yeah. So uh, it's a subscription program, and the top tier of the subscription program lets customers go on these money missions, which kind of lets them go into deep dives into how they are emotionally connecting with their behaviors around uh, money and money management. Mm -hmm. um, he also spoke about how Capital tries to differentiate itself from challenger banks because it's offering that all-in-one automation um, offering and they're focusing on the emotional aspect. Mm -hmm. So that's one way they're trying to set themselves apart. Um, like Betterment and Wealthfront, they see banking as just like under the hood, something that's happening in the background that's enabling everything else. But banking mm -hmm. is not the, the be-all and end-all of what their platform offers. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, I think it'll be uh, interesting to see how, how this uh, uh, catches on and uh, grows. They have 1.8 million customers, so, um, so we'll be following them as the year goes on.
Yeah. Well, thank you, Sharon. Thank you.